So today I am exhausted. Yesterday we had a video shoot at a pool and it was like 105 degrees at least and we were outside for 13 hours probably, but at least I have a nice little glow about me, hopefully. Didn't get too burnt. And the day before that was the 4th of July, which in my opinion is one of the most overrated holidays. The dog was just nonstop barking from like 7.30 p.m. to 11 p.m. Uh, because of all the fireworks. Uh, and I don't know, if you're lighting fireworks after like 9.30, you're just a, a fucking asshole, I think, in my opinion. You're just like a piece of shit. Like, I don't know, not, I, I don't like this, this holiday. I think fireworks are over, overrated. They're incredibly loud, uh, dangerous, bad for the environment. Um, I saw in Vegas alone, there was like 61 citations given out for illegal fireworks. And I was surprised by that. I think that's kind of low. I think I could have found 61 people within an hour of a five mile radius of where I live. That's how often they were going off. It was probably one every second. And yeah, I don't even know really how people find illegal fireworks. It just confirms to me that if there was an apocalypse or an end of the world situation, I would just die really fast. I am not a resourceful human and I don't have a resourceful bone in my body. I don't know where these people are even finding these fireworks. Um, so it's just kind of crazy to me, but I digress. So I got no sleep uh, the night before and at the end of the day yesterday, uh, I was just, I was hurting after this long day in the sun. I had a horrible migraine, just completely depleted of everything I had left in me. And I got home uh, to a house with without a fiance. And I was just like, man, this, this just kind of fucking sucks right now. Uh, she's off in LA doing a rotation at UCLA for three weeks. This is the first week where we're not together. Um, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but she is a fourth year medical student. And I'm incredibly proud of her and how much she's accomplished, but I'm used to having her here. I, I haven't been without her in a long time, even though she's working at least 10 hours a day studying and doing other rotations here. I have the comfort of coming home and knowing that someone is there after a long day. Typically, I get home and I'll start bitching about all my work problems. Maybe it's a social media post that got taken down by Instagram, or it's a YouTube video, it's a short that means nothing, but I talk about the complexities of the editing process and all of the struggles that go into it. And then I'll ask her how her day was. And it's just some insanely random story about some fucking gnarly surgery that she was sitting in or about how she stitched up someone or uh, she saw a bunch of 80 plus year old men and saw six assholes in that day alone. And in comparison, if I see one asshole in a day, I would define it as one of the craziest days of the year probably. But yeah, so we have a lot of daily stories usually that uh, usually don't line up, but I like going home at least and hearing those stories. This is really the first time in 
our relationship where I'm not really able to experience that. We'll still FaceTime and stuff, but I don't know. It's just not the same. After a long day, I want to I want to come home and I want to be with her and be with someone who I know I mesh well with and and I haven't haven't had that in the last few days. So, in addition, I'm also really finding myself not to be as motivated as I usually am. Typically, I'll see her studying um, in my off time and that motivates me. I'm like, well, if she's doing something productive, then I should probably be do, doing something productive as well, whether it's work related, um, doing stuff around the house and listening to an audio book, uh, working on this podcast, thumbnails, editing, things like that. Uh, but when she's not there, I just don't have the same drive that I normally do. I don't know if people realize how difficult it is to become a doctor. I certainly had no idea. But these students are fucking grinding. Like, you think your work is hard? It's not. You don't, you don't know. It doesn't touch the stress that these people are under. I'll give you a little glimpse into this. But all of your efforts, basically throughout your whole school system build upon each other. So you need to do good in undergrad to even be considered to get into a medical school. Then you also need to do good on your MCAT score. Gotta study for the MCAT. Then you need to do a good interview process and, and answer all those hurdles just to get into a good medical school. Then you make it this far, you need to make sure you are able to take on the financial burden of at least four more years of full-time schooling. You can't have a side job you can't really take in any more money you need to be fully studying so can you even do that are you i'm stressed just even thinking about that and we've already gotten past that and you haven't even started medical school yet so that's just that's just the first part then you get into medical school and you're potentially moving away uh most likely alone away from your entire support system and you need to deal with maintaining these extremely high test scores and while you're trying to get by in your normal classes and your tests and then you also need to study for step and complex which are additional exams that come in your second and third year and then on top of that you need to maintain a healthy lifestyle just so that you're able to keep up with all of this so you need to be doing all the chores around the house all of the uh food prep you need to go grocery shopping you need to do laundry you need to make sure you're living a life and on top of that, you also need to do extracurricular activities so that this residency program that you get into needs to know that you're, you're doing a good job. So you need to join clubs, you need to do community service hours. And then on top of all of this, a lot of these kids have zero adult-like experiences. They didn't like have a good time in their undergrad like most people do. Um, so you have this social burden of, of making friends and, and trying and experimenting with alcohol. Uh, I remember she went to one party uh, either in her first or second year and there were a lot of kids who were like, I've never taken a shot before, which is incredibly insane to me. And it's not like these were, it's not like these were kids, like 17, 18, like these were 24, 25 year old adults. And I was just dumbfounded by this. Like, how have you never experienced this? But so you're trying to have somewhat of a social life as well. Then, once you get past all of that, 
you have to look into uh, doing away rotations, which she's doing right now, because that will look good on your applications for other residencies as well. And you have to make a good impression because this is potentially where you could, could end up for your residency. And then you have to interview for all of those. And that brings you to the match system, which is completely fucked up in my opinion. But let's say you've got, you've put in all of this effort so far uh, undergrad and then four years of medical school and you want to become a dermatologist that's your that's your goal that's your plan but dermatology is an inc incredibly uh, competitive field to get into so by your fourth year of medical school your fate basically rests within the match system which determines which school or which programs you'll be you'll be going to and you're being compared to students all over the world at the time but Let's say you don't get into derm and they'll give you internal medicine or emergency medicine. And that's wasn't even your first option. That's not even what you wanted to do. And for me, that's like spending four years of, okay, I want to be the best person in social media. I want to learn everything that I can to be the best creative social media specialist that I can be. And then all of a sudden someone's like, no, sorry, uh, I know you've put in all this hard work. You're going to do search engine optimization for the rest of your life. And there's basically nothing you can do about it. You just have to accept it. And this is this is insane. And after residency, then then there's even more shit like a fellowship, which is where you specialize in whatever you want to specialize in. And I'm just sitting there constantly having to ask her, like, are, when are you technically a doctor? Because it's just so confusing. Like, when, when are you done? When are you a doctor? And I still, I never know. I always forget and have to ask her 20,000 times. But anyways, I can't even fathom what this girl is going through mentally. We met up with one of her friends recently who's starting out year one of medical school in August. And I looked over at her significant other and was like, man, good luck because this is no fucking picnic for you either. You've got to be, you've got to be there for this person at all times. I mean, there have been so many ruts where she's gotten into scenarios where she's like, I can't do this. I, and she just gets really down on herself or she's a lot of times these students don't really talk to each other in the sense of like, you don't really know how good other people, kids in your class are even doing or how good your friends are because everyone's keeping their their scores so close to their chest and they don't want to like have the sense of oh this person's doing better than the other person or this person you're failing you don't want to have that sense of of failure so a lot of the time you need a strong support system that's even there just to make dinner for you half the time like I don't even know I don't even know how a person alone in medical school could excel and succeed without like while you're like trying to just do laundry like it's it's crazy like how does a person even find time to grocery shop and let alone like god forbid if you even have a hobby like there's no shot you can't there is no way in hell you can even have a hobby and i am insanely proud of my fiance because she's able to i mean she's listened to i think double the amount of audiobooks that i've listened to she's having time to find a social life somehow and even more than i am and it's it's crazy but that brings me back to my original point where i am so 
exhausted right now and I don't even know if it even comes close to what she's experiencing and that just pushes me so much more to work harder than I than I ever have because I want her to feel like we're in this together. I don't want her to feel like I'm kind of just waiting for her to just become a doctor so that I can quit my job. Like I want her to feel like a sense of accomplishment for me as well. After she matches and it turns out we have to pick up our lives and move, I want her to feel a sense of confidence that I'll be fully capable of finding a good job anywhere and still support her no matter what. But yeah, it's a little tricky right now uh, without her. Like, for example, we'll, I, I just know I'm spending way more time like on, so, on Instagram or social media more than I more than I have like this past week. I'm just finding myself like scroll a lot more or um, typically we'll watch like two shows together at night and then go to bed. Um, but lately it's like uh, I just binge watch like five episodes of Dave um, and I know I shouldn't do that. And then I I know I deserve a little sense of relaxation, but like I don't I don't want to relax. I want to keep pushing and keep moving on. But yeah, somehow I have to find a way to turn this into a level of no, you have to keep going, you have to keep pushing, but we're here, we're doing it. And somehow I have to find a way to get my shit back in line and turn this into a level of no, we need to keep pushing forward because I don't want, I mean, I want to progress even though that she's she's away. I don't want to be super dependent on on her success. I want to have the same similar routes of success as she is. And uh, yeah, I really just need to get it in gear. Even though I worked a lot in the last, I don't know, two days, I still want to find the discipline to do things like this and uh, continue going to the gym, uh, meal prep, uh, listen to audiobooks. It's been, it's been very quiet around the house which is amazing. No, I'm just kidding. It's uh, it's a little lonely. So it, yeah, it sucks. It's, I know she's doing a good job and I know that this is beneficial for the both of us. So very proud of her. But yeah, I feel like there should be like a support group for spouses of medical students. We probably have some, some pretty good stories to tell, I would think, about all of the ups and downs and the waves of of testing periods and it's insane to me because it's like like I said everything is reliant on the the previous thing so the this test is the most important and then two weeks later no this test is is very important and everything is everything is like 100% I have to go in and and be the best I can be and that's for years and that's just so exhausting but I'm sure there would be a lot of stories to tell for spouses of medical students. Anyways, that is it for today. I'm going to drink my iced Americano here as fast as I possibly can and get back to work. Uh, I appreciate you. Uh, thank you for listening. And to my lovely fiance, I appreciate you as well. You're doing great. I hope you watch all of the Demon Slayer that you can and enjoy this time in LA. And yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Have a good one.